Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we bless you this morning. Thank you, our Daddy, for all that you have done. We give you praise for the grace to rest at night and the strength to be up this morning. Lord, we come once more, Lord, to hear those words of life this morning. And Lord, we, and Lord, we pray that our heart will receive everything that you have to say to us we thank you father because you are our guiding light thank you precious father for you have raptured us from death to life thank you father for you have raptured us and now you have seated us in the heavenly realms in christ jesus far above every principality and every power Thank you, Father, you have raptured us from human beings to God beings. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for you have set us apart in the class of saints who have been washed in the precious blood of Jesus. And thank you, Heavenly Father, in this kingdom, the sun and the moon is no longer our light. For you, Jehovah, is our ever-present light. Thank you for all that you have done. And may these realities done in our minds. May the life that we have in our spirit overshadow every other thing. And may the strength within us guide us in all things. For you are able, Daddy, to do exceedingly. You can do abundantly. You can do above everything that we can ask and think of. According to your power that is always at work in us. We yield to the work of that knowledge in us, that consciousness, that awareness, that power. Thank you, precious Lord, for the kingdom is ours. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. And good morning to you, my precious beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Welcome to this day's episode of our continuous fellowship with the Word. And of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob. And I'm grateful and I thank God for all that is going on. And I thank him for the opening of our eyes, the deliverance that we're enjoying, and the freedom to live that life in Christ. What a privilege. And all we respond is thanksgiving in our heart continuously on our lips, saying thanks to him who has made all things available for us. This morning, we continue. You already know what the subject matter is manifestation of the sons of god and again let me begin this morning with our foundation scripture for the month romans chapter 8 verse number 6 romans chapter 8 verse number 6 for the mindset of the flesh is death but the mindset controlled by the spirit finds life and the peace don't forget on one side is death on the other side is life and not just any hard life, but that life is shalom, life, wholesome life, nothing missing, nothing broken. Again, this morning, let me remind you when we say manifestation so that your mind is on the right thing. Manifestation is living and experiencing the God reality that is living right now in the kingdom of God as sons of God. That means living in the reality of heaven right now don't forget jesus looked at them and he says the time of the fulfillment 
of the age has come. Now it is a time for us to experience the fullness of the kingdom reign of God. That time, beloved, is now. And so this morning, I need to bring this to your attention, beloved, that under this kingdom reign of the Father, where we live now, we are under a totally different rule. We are under a totally different law. We have different systems. And these systems are in the kingdom, not in the world. Again, things began to turn around for me the moment the Spirit of God opened my eyes to see that all along it was not about what God has not done for us. No, it was because we were following God, but our mindset was controlled by the lower level. Don't forget, we can pray and talk and shout and sing and fast and pray. But then the result we get is not different from the world because that is where our mind has been. So, again, let it come to your awareness, beloved. Be aware, realize, recognize that right now for you and I who are in Christ, that means we are under that kingdom realm of God. That means we are seated in Christ in heavenly places. In this kingdom now, we are under a totally different rule. Let me call it rule for lack of a better word. Let me call it we are under a different law for lack of a better word. Or we are, the, we are under a different system, again, for lack of a better word, so that you know where we are. So that we don't put a new wine inside an old bottle friend and that's what has been going on in the body of faith we take a new wine and we force it into an old bottle we talk about the spirit but we live by the law we talk about being saved but our mindset oppressed like the people of the world and so beloved again let me remind you one more time this morning that you and i who have been called out as the ecclesia of God, as the called out people of God, we have been called out from this natural realm into the kingdom realm of God. And because we are in this kingdom, you must be aware that we are operating under a total different rule, law, or system. Let me give you an example. The book of Romans chapter 8 verses 1 to 3. Don't forget we have been talking about where we are living from. Yesterday we began to mention that and I asked the question, where are you living from? Are you living with death in your mind or focus or are you living with life? Of course you know we ought to live with life in our mind, in our focus. Why is that? Because you and I have been raised from death to life you and i had been raptured from the kingdom of this world into the heavenly realms where we are seated in christ jesus above the elemental forces of this world above the elementary principles of this world above ideas the theology of religion and all that men has put together you and i are operating in a kingdom that is far above that praise god let me read for you this morning Morning, Romans chapter 8 verses 1 to 3. Romans 8 verse 1 to 3. Now I read from the TPT and here's what it says. So now the case is closed. Why is that? Because we have been translated into another kingdom. Because of that, the Bible said now the case is closed. 
Now, there remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the Anointed One. Don't forget, beloved, I had mentioned earlier that death, that living in condemnation is death. In fact, to be honest with you, condemnation hastens or quickens the cessation of life. A man who lives under the heavy yoke of condemnation, that man is already dead. He has died spiritually and then that spiritual death will eventually hasten or quicken the cessation of the natural life. Remember again, I mentioned to you that death can also be a man who lives under perpetual condemnation. And the beloved brother John, the apostle, puts it this way in the book of John chapter 3 verse number 17 it says listen to this carefully god did not send his son into the world to judge and condemn the world beloved when we read these scriptures we just need to pause and allow the holy spirit to flash away all the lies and deceptions religion has told us the bible said that jesus did not come to condemn the world so the message the message that was supposedly come from christ that condemns the world is not from him it doesn't matter who said it it doesn't matter how big or how mighty or how holy the man appears to be the bible says god did not send his son into the world to judge and condemn the world no that's not what he came to do what did he come to do but to be its savior and rescue it jesus did not come to judge and to condemn but to save and rescue the world verse number 18 is where i'm going to it says so now there is no longer any condemnation for those who believe in him watch that in this kingdom realm that we have don't forget beloved condemnation leads to death okay don't forget that so now there is no longer any condemnation for those who believe in him but the unbeliever already lives under condemnation and why because they do not believe in the name of God's beloved son. So this is death here for a man who does not believe is already condemned. We are not condemned because why? We have accepted, we have plugged our mind into Christ. Amen and amen. Now let me jump back again to Romans chapter 8. Now let me go to verse number 2. It says, For the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. Now, please watch this carefully. If you are reading the TPT right, you can see that in verse number 2, the word law is put in double quotes. In other words, the use of this word is like me saying, for the lack of better word. Let me just use this word to help you understand. And if I'm speaking to you physically, I'll raise up my two hands and make the sign of a quote, like to help you understand, well, this is not really the word to use here, but for the lack of a better word, let's use this word. Now, that's very important because words are very, very careful. And in this place, it's been described the life that you and I have now 
in this kingdom so the words are carefully chosen it says the reason we are no longer living under condemnation don't forget condemnation leads to death and the question i was asking yesterday and that's what we are still exploring today is to help you understand why you cannot have death in your mind but life why because we have been removed from that system we are living under a new system i hear the bible says it romans chapter 8 verse number 2 for the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death again we are under a different arrangement the reason we should never have death in our mind or in our focus is because don't forget it is sin that produced death you sin you die that was in the other arrangement that was in the lower arrangement that is what still oppressed in the natural arrangement but don't forget you and i have been raptured out from that arrangement but now we are seated in the heavenly realms in another atmosphere in another zone in another civilization in in another society we are now in the society of heaven where the law of sin and death no longer oppress because being joined together with jesus christ the anointed one has liberated us has freed us has made us whole has delivered us from the arrangement of sin and death right now we are under a different arrangement and what is that arrangement beloved the bible causes the spirit of life the spirit that produces life not death friend the spirit that gives life and keep giving don't forget jesus says i came to give you what life and where we read this morning said he did he never came to condemn the world but to rescue the world how by giving them life and so now you and i are in another civilization we are in the heavenly realms where we are no longer talking of sin and death don't forget beloved sin produces condemnation condemnation leads to death the bible says for we are no longer under that arrangement we are now living under a totally different arrangement in the kingdom of god beloved please whatever you can say or whatever picture you can draw to help you remember every time that though we live physically here but we are not under the control of the kingdom of this world you and i have been translated out from that kingdom into the kingdom of god and inside of this kingdom remember remember the invitation of jesus he says the time has come for us to experience the fullness of that kingdom and the key point in that experience is that we have been rescued from that system of sin and die to a system where there is no condemnation and because and why is that because we now live under the spirit of life praise god you and i are living under the spirit of life i want to remind you one more time 
in this arrangement we have now, in this civilization, in this community, we are saints who have been deeply, completely, and totally, and irreversibly washed clean by the blood of Jesus. We are saints, beloved, so there's no condemnation for us. And because there's no condemnation, why is it that? Because we are no longer under that arrangement of sin and die. No, we are now in the arrangement, in a system, in a society where the Spirit of God keeps producing life. Amen and amen. I hope you are getting somewhere. I hope you are moving forward. Beloved, you can see that this is far beyond Coke and Fanta. You can see that this is far beyond bread and granite. You can see that what we are dealing here is far beyond anything that our mind could have imagined. You can see that this is going beyond give me bread, give me butter. Friend, we are moving to the realm of the immortality of sons of God. Praise God. Beloved, don't forget, in church, they used to lead us to pray to God and people start saying, God, just give me 80 years. God, give me 120 years. Why is that? Because they are operating with death in their mind. They are trying to come out of death. But beloved, we are already out from there. We are into life. So we are not counting days. What we are looking forward is experiencing life and life in the fullness of that life. Praise God. Watch this. When you live with life in your mind and in your focus, it's going to change the way you see yourself and the way you see the world around you. It's going to change your conduct. It's going to change your plans. Your vision for life will become more broadened. Why? Because the scale has fallen off your eyes. You cannot begin to see from the realm of the spirit. Beloved, don't forget, if you remember, God began to lay this foundation for us months ago when the Spirit of God was telling us that this life ought to be lived from inside out not outside in. I hope you can still remember we talked about that over and over that the kingdom life is supposed to be lived inside out not outside in and remember we said over and over the way a man walks is not the way god walks man and religion tries to fix things from the outside no god fixes and walks from within us so where is this spirit that provides life is within us and so my life ought to flow not according to the dictates of the sun and the moon but according to the light of the spirit that is within us that our life ought to flow from that which is within us now let me read this concluding verse before i wrap up this morning verse number three says for god achieved what the law was unable to accomplish because the law was limited by the weakness of human nature don't forget that beloved the law could not save us the law could not deliver us why was that because the law was limited by the weakness of human nature so now christ came and accomplished that which the law could not do so that those of us who are in him have been set free from the weakness of the human nature now watch this this is why the bible now says 
Don't plug your mind into the human nature because the human nature is full of weakness. The human nature is full of weakness. Don't plug your mind there because if you plug your mind there, the end result is death. But right now, if we plug our mind into the spirit, guess what happens here? The Bible says there is a life flowing through the anointing of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Beloved, I'm choosing my words carefully. Again, there are things I'm not going to say right now. I will only allow you a space to walk with the Holy Spirit within you so that you can see them. I don't have to spell them out, but if it is true, if this comes by the Spirit, you will have a witness in your own spirit. And as you do, guess what? You will begin to question a lot of things. And now there are things that you can no longer permit. And you know what? You can look at the situations around you and begin to see them in a different way. Why? Because suddenly you wake up and realize that you are no longer under the kingdom of the world. In other words, we are no longer under the systems of this world, even though we are here physically, but we are now in the heavenlies. We are now in the heavenly realms, seated in Christ Jesus above every principality and power that we have been raptured and are now saints who are deeply, completely, totally and irreversibly washed, perfectly clean by the blood of Jesus. Amen and amen. Religion has done us so much harm. We use the blood of Jesus to sprinkle on bread, on butter, on the road, on car engines. Why is that? Because we come with, with a mindset of idolatry. No, the blood of Jesus, beloved, has washed you and I perfectly, irreversibly clean. You are a washed saint. You are a perfectly washed saint. May this resonate in your heart and your spirit. May your eyes see what that means in the name of Jesus. Beloved, I will stop by here and come back again tomorrow. Of course, you know tomorrow is service, so keep us in your prayers and let your spirit fellowship with us wherever you are. However, you are going to get the message by the grace of God much later in the afternoon. Please enjoy your day and please remember, you are no longer under the control of the systems of this world. We have been liberated right now into the heavenly realms where we are saints, washed clean and seated in Christ Jesus above every principality and power. This morning, don't forget, you have been served. Shalom.